All right, let's hit the field. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, and as the entire league hunts for pitching, the Yankees have been linked to Jesus Lazardo, a 26-year-old lefty from the Miami Marlins who has fantastic stuff and could be a fantastic fit for the Yankees rotation and for Yankee Stadium. We'll talk about it and get your reactions. This is NYY Recaps. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. Just when they thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to an off-season episode of NYY Recaps. As you heard in the intro, we got a fresh rumor to talk about. Parks and Young says this would be awesome. And I have to wholeheartedly agree, Jesus Lazardo is one of those pitchers that I've been following for a while. Um, he is, and, and and I honestly just follow his stats. Like, you know, young guy, left-handed pitcher. He just kind of feels like somebody who would eventually be a Yankee. Uh, 10 and 10 this year, 178 and two-thirds innings, 208 strikeouts, 1.21 whip. Uh, let's take a look at his baseball savant numbers. Now, this is something that uh, was brought up by Jeff Passan, who is, you know, one of the go-to guys in terms of Major League Baseball off-season rumors and in-season rumors, for that matter. Uh, you see the StatCast numbers are fantastic for this guy. Fastball run value is in the 95th percentile. So he has an elite fastball, very much like Garrett Cole. Uh, off Speed run value and breaking run value, both below average, but hopefully working with Matt Blake will fix those. Uh, he is a guy who has been building up his innings over the years, so he's probably ready to really have that bust-out year where he throws 200 innings. Uh, you look at his standard stats over the years, uh, and let's and we're having an issue with... Um, we're having an issue with the stats here on uh, Baseball Savant. But anyway, his, his innings have gotten incrementally uh, more each year. So he's thrown more and more innings. And you look at his stuff. I mean, I see a promising changeup. You see it dipping below the zone there against the Mets. You see a slider, 86 miles an hour. Another hard slider into a right-handed batter. And you see the fastball, upper 90s. According to Baseball Savant, it sits at 97 miles an hour, which is well above league average. Uh, NSP says he is absolutely nasty. King Kong ain't got shit on me. He's a BAMF indeed. I'm really psyched about um, the fact that the Yankees are actually in on this guy. Now, the Marlins have said they will listen to pretty much anybody except Yuri Perez. Now, they are not contending. They have no shot of overtaking the Braves or the Phillies. So why not unload some of your more valuable assets now and continue what seems to be a perpetual rebuild uh, in Miami? And I feel like he would be a great fit for Yankee Stadium. Lefty, young, uh Obviously, a, a guy who uh, throws hard, mixes speeds. Now he's not a huge pitcher. He's six foot tall, two hundred eighteen pounds. 
So he's kind of, you know, on the shorter side for, for pitchers, more of a Johan Santana size, I believe. And um, I see a lot of shades of Johan in his delivery, just the way he releases the ball, the way that the changeup sinks, and the way that Matt Blake works with pitchers to develop their changeups more and more. I can see it being a really nice fit. Now, there's a lot of players out there in the, I guess we'll say, uh, the free agent sphere, <laughs> the free agent market. You got Jordan Montgomery, who I've seen a lot of Yankees fans say they want back. I would personally love him back, but I would also have a real problem giving out $200 million to a guy we traded away a couple of years ago for practically nothing. Uh, and then you've got guys like Trevor Bauer trying to make it back from Japan. You've got the potential of another Japanese import in Shota Imanaga. We've talked at length about his fly ball tendency and why I think he might be a uh, a home run catastrophe at Yankee Stadium. But when it comes to all the names that we've seen, Lazardo, I feel like, is the guy that we need to go out and get. Uh, D. Leslie says, get it done, Cash. Absolutely. Hey. The Post says, remember that we need at least seven starters. Don't worry about too many lefties at once because there's always injuries. You're absolutely 100% correct. We cannot count on Nestor Cortez, unfortunately. He had an injury-riddled season. We cannot count on Carlos Rodon. He had an abysmal season. He made 14 starts at a 6.85 ERA and just seemed uncomfortable as a Yankee, you know, flipping off the fans in uh, Anaheim and then end of the year turning his back on Matt Blake on the mound. Just something about that guy rubs me the wrong way. I like that he wants to win. I like that he seems, uh, you know, a guy like he would show a lot of fire. You know, we've, we've seen him get punched. You know, pumped up after strikeouts and so forth. Not so much with the Yankees because he didn't pitch in many big games. But, uh, you know, I felt like Rodone had a lot more promise than he showed last year. We need him to step back up. But, you know, this commenter's 100% right. We can't worry too much about, you know, having a balance of too many lefties in the rotation. First of all, lefties at Yankee Stadium are a good thing because a lot of those fly balls from right-handed hitters to the pull side – are going to be outs in Death Valley. Uh, And at this point, you just need arms. And a 26-year-old with this kind of stuff, huge deal. Huge deal. Terry Edwards says, get it done. High five. Chris Schmidt says, Montgomery five years with a sixth-year option. I don't think, unfortunately, that that's going to get it done. I mean, you look at Aaron Nola. He signed for... $172 172 million. And from what we've heard about Jordan Montgomery uh, through the press, he he's looking for one of those deals that's along the lines of uh Carlos Rodon of 160 plus million. I think he's going to get 180. I think he might get close to 200 just seeing how many teams are desperate after missing out on Yamamoto. Mm. Uh, not so fu- family fun vision says he rubs you the wrong way when he's good, but or when he's bad, but when he's good, you'll love him. Well, I gotta see it first. I gotta see it. I gotta see him be good. I haven't seen it yet. Zach G says Spencer Jones. You'd have to imagine that Jones would be one of the guys that the Marlins will ask for in return. I'm hoping that they don't request 
somebody like Jason Dominguez. I don't think I would trade Jason Dominguez for Lazardo straight up. I'm just so high on Dominguez. It might be one of those things where I'm a little biased because I'm a huge fan of Dominguez. And I was a little bit um, just enamored by what he did when he got called up last year. But somebody like Spencer Jones, first-round draft pick, I would have less of an issue trading him for somebody like Luzardo. Now, Luzardo is somebody you could probably re-sign, could probably get him to sign an extension. And I think that would be a great move. Samsara Trucking says, I take Imanaga for $20 million a year. Don't smoke crack. I don't think so, man. I don't. I have a problem with a guy who's given up a ton of home runs in Japan during a dead ball era in Japan and who gets 60% of his strikeouts on fastballs, and his fastball is uh, an average of 91.8 miles an hour. I have I have some real problems with that. Uh, Word Lifer says Dominguez is completely out of it, out of the trade talk. Forget about it. And I agree. I hardly agree. Working from the same notes on that one. Dr. Hitskin says Rodone is giving me Sonny Gray vibes. Well, Sonny Gray at least pitched well on the road, you know? He struggled at Yankee Stadium, and that's why we all felt like he couldn't handle New York. But the thing about Rodone is he's a miracle. He sucks on the road and at home. He's just terrible everywhere. (laughs) Eddie Snaps says, Bellinger could realistically fall into the Yankees' lap each passing day as his market continues to be a ghost town. Everything that I've heard about Bellinger is that it seems like he's going to go back to the Chicago Cubs. And right now, I don't think the Yankees really need him. It sounds like Dominguez is going to be ahead of schedule. You could have him back in late May, early June, maybe. And you've got Soto. You've got uh, Grisham. You've got Judge. You've got Pereira. You would think Pereira would probably be part of a trade for somebody like Lazardo. I'll tell you what. Spencer Jones, Everson Pereira, and maybe one or two other mid-level prospects for Lazardo. I think that could get it done depending on who those those other prospects are. Now you're going to be competing with other teams. Every team's going to want this guy. And one thing to note, uh, he's not going to be able to wear number 44 with the Yankees because it belongs to Mr. October, Reggie Jackson, retired in Monument Park. Uh, Aaron L. says, Yankees haven't even given Bellinger a call. And that's interesting. Well, we don't know that for sure. But it's interesting that before the offseason began, there was a lot of talk about how the Yankees would go empty the Brinks truck for Cody Bellinger because he was that left-handed bat that they needed. Instead, they went out and got somebody even better in Juan Soto. And then there was talk over, you know, Yamamoto and uh, you know, Jordan Montgomery and Dylan Cease. I would say that Lazardo is better than all those guys except for maybe Yamamoto, and I've got to see it from Yamamoto. But 3.58 ERA, 3.32 the season before. This is a guy who was a third-round draft pick and has pitched his way to the major leagues and has done a hell of a job. Electric arm. Curious Avenue says, if we get Lazardo, do you think the Yankees are a World Series contender? I absolutely do. You know, Garrett Cole, Lazardo, that's an excellent one-two 
combination at the top of the rotation. You got to think you're going to get more from uh, uh, Nestor Cortez than you got last year. Last year seemed to be an anomaly for him. He's been pretty healthy. He's not a guy with a power arm. Although those shorter stature guys, you know, they do have more arm issues. But I, I, I think that we're going to see Nestor come to camp a lot stronger and ready to throw 160, 170 innings at least. You know, it hurts having Mike King be out of the rotation because he was so dominant in his final nine starts of the season. But, you know, having a young guy like Lazardo with a fresh, live arm would do wonders for this rotation. And you would still have money to spend. You could go out and lock up, you know, Hater in the bullpen. Although, Hater wants a record contract, $100 million plus. Not sure the Yankees will do that, knowing that they've got to sign Juan Soto. And also, the fact that Brian Cashman is so good at going out and getting relief pitchers who are under the radar, it makes me believe that he's less likely to write the big check for a big-time reliever. You know, he's done that in the past. They signed Chapman. That didn't really work out that great. You signed Steve Carsey. That didn't work out great. Uh, it's been a, a lot of pitching, you know, relief pitching contracts that just haven't worked out great. I think they're going to get a lot more out of Scott Efros this year. He's a uh, a guy who threw a ton of innings before he injured his elbow. Sidearm pitcher, less strain on the arm. I think we're going to see him step up and, and pitch a lot of valuable innings this year. Loizaga didn't pitch much last year. He should be fresh, should also be stronger. I think we're going to see him throw a lot of valuable innings this year. So, uh, Dr. Hitskin says, if Marlins are in building mode, they don't want Torres unless they plan to deal him mid-season. Absolutely correct. Let me go ahead and give you a round of applause for that. There's a lot of talk about how the Marlins have repeatedly asked for Glaber Torres in the past. That's not going to be an issue this year. They they don't need Glaber Torres, even though I think he would play well there. Torres is probably going to be a free agent. Yankees probably not going to give him a, a contract, so it wouldn't surprise me if they trade him eventually, but I don't think he's going to go in this deal. I think he would be somebody that would be more likely to go at a deadline deal if somebody like Vivas is, is, is playing well. We'll see. Frankie says, watch the Dodgers get him too. What the f*** is this uh, Chris Schmidt says, Nestor should become our long reliever and emergency starter. Unfortunately, right now, the Yankees don't have that luxury. They have got to uh, count on him for the rotation at this point because they don't have any other arms. They trade a lot more of their depth. Luis Tejada with the Super Chat. Says, four teams have spent no money. The Yankees are the only American League team to to not spend any money yet. I mean, that's kind of a deceptive – I mean, that's a deceptive way to look at the Yankees offseason. They went out and got Juan Soto, who's going to make $33 million this year, and they traded for Verdugo. So they have made two major trades to get two main pieces to their lineup. That's big. Now, they've got to do some work on the pitching staff, but – you know, I saw that viral tweet yesterday where somebody was like, oh, Yankees have spent zero money this offseason. Who gives a shit? It's January. The spring training doesn't start for another six weeks. If they haven't spent anything in six weeks, then you can talk to me. 
CWE not high on the Dodgers says that Yamamoto is unproven, at least in the major league, uh, major leagues. Uh, Glass now is injury prone, and Otani to Tommy John's may never pitch again. I think I think you're 0 for three. Just a bit outside. Yamamoto is going to be good. Uh, you know, these days they have metrics to, you know, kind of see what a spin rate is and, 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 you know, see how much a ball moves and pitch effects and all that stuff. They kind of know what he is. Glasnow has been injury prone, but he was healthy last year, uh, working his way back. He seems really healthy. He gave an interview recently on foul territory where he said he's expected to throw a lot more innings this year. Uh, and Otani has said he's going to come back and pitch, um, in, in a couple of years. So Dodgers are good. Dodgers are good. Uh, Izzy Yu says Shane, Shane, Shane Bieber. I don't know about Shane Bieber either. To me, he's a guy whose arm is suspect. He's at driveline right now. He's had some elbow inflammation in the past. And, you know, he's striking out a lot less hitters than he did several years ago. He switched to more of a pitch-to-contact type of guy. So, I don't know. But the main takeaway from this impromptu podcast is that Lazardo is somebody the Yankees should Yankees fans at least should take very seriously. This kid can pitch. And if Jeff Passan is reporting it, you know that there's you know something to it because he doesn't just stick baseless rumors out there. He doesn't have to. He's one of the best. So stick around. We might have some news at some point. And uh Frankie Baseball with the final word says FBI needs to do an investigation on how Shane Bieber won the Triple Crown of Pitching in 2020. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'll keep you posted if anything happens. I got Pat Hennessy on the podcast tomorrow night. uh, And then uh, more content coming soon. Got some big names hopefully coming this January to the the channel. And we'll see you then. Ah!